Blog Talk Radio. My name is Candy Hoff, and through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com, I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books, entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, are based on my two near-death experiences and recollections of our life in spirit and help us to reconnect and remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past and kept them merely reacting to life. I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control, which has kept them focused on an imagined future 
on things that haven't happened and probably won't happen. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the only moment that is available to live in, which is the nanosecond of the now. It's only in the present moment where synchronicities, miracles, and magic can occur. As an angel practitioner, I help people to rise above their lives and to see it from a higher perspective, to clearly see the negative patterns and destructive habits that have caused them to sabotage and limit their beautiful lives. I do this with the help of a very large, extraordinary group of angels who are called the Posse of Angels, funny sense of humor, and they're extremely loving and compassionate. They give very down-to-earth, practical advice that people can very easily translate to create bliss, joy, balance, and peace in their lives. So just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I am very excited to take some of your phone calls for that free angel advice. That call-in number for that free angel advice for myself and the Posse of Angels is 646-716-6794. Again, that call-in number for if you'd like an angel reading with myself and the Posse of Angels is 646-716-6794. But before we get to those callers, once again, everyone, welcome to Angel Healing House Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in, um, either on the computer, by phone, and perhaps you're listening to my archive shows. And if you want me to listen to past shows, just go to the Angel Healing House Love Talk Radio page, um, and then scroll down, and you will see um, almost four years' worth now, because it was started in, in January, um, four years ago, and um, uh, of all the archive shows. Uh, weekly shows with different topics um, to find out uh, different insights uh, that the Posse of Angels shared with us. To start off with, I'd like to say thank you so much. The responses to my new channel's novel, One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, has many people saying how much information they garnered as to what happens in our lives between our physical incarnations when we are in our non-physical form in spirit. Here is one of the latest testimonials that shares those thoughts with us. One true home has so much to offer. Different eras and cultures are brought alive with Candy Hoff's rich and descriptive writing from ancient Egypt to Australia. But her most beautiful description is the one people hesitate to talk about, the world on the other side of the veil. Whether you're familiar with the world of spirit or you are just learning, Candy shows that there is really nothing to fear. It's an exciting, interesting, and important book, and its influence and popularity will continue to grow as more and more people open up to what has been in front of their hearts the whole time. Love both in this world and the other. When I really do love a book, I like to pass it on, and I've already done so with One True Home. You should do the same. And that's from Ashley R. in Los Angeles. Thank you so much, Ashley. And for you to go on a grand adventure through different countries like Egypt and Scotland and Australia and different eras and times with our courageous heroine, 
Ariel through physical and non-physical lifetimes, you can purchase your own copy of One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness at the Angel Healing House website, which is www.angelhealinghouse.com. I see that we have several callers on the line. Um, in this order, I will take 315 first, 951, 203, and what is that next one? The next one is 305. Please, if you're a regular listener, please do stay on the line, um, as I do not start taking calls till about 2025 past, um, uh, until I um, speak about the topic that the Posse of Angels would like me to speak about this week. And they want me to speak about a topic that they've entitled, I Met and Married My Twin Flame 12 Years Ago. You know, listeners, we are living through extraordinary times, and the higher energies on the planet are getting all of us to live the most authentic and honest of lives ever, with many having been affected by last month's Venus retrograde, where all relationships came under the microscope to see whether they were of the most authentic and honoring. It did provide a great opportunity to finally bring our relationships back into divine alignment, especially our relationship with ourselves, with the focus on relationships. The topic of twin flame relationships is certainly a hot topic nowadays and one that is very close to my heart. I know all about it personally because after a lifetime of dishonoring myself and compromising who I was, at the age of 47 in 2003, I stopped looking for another person to fulfill me. I stopped searching for love outside of myself. In fact, I stopped looking for love outside of myself at all. I decided to do just the opposite of looking for love to complete me, and I went within and changed who I was in order to experience wholeness and completeness just within myself. And when I did this, listeners, my whole reality changed and I miraculously drew my twin flame, my beloved husband, Pete, to myself 12 years ago. Now, by definition, a twin flame is the only other person in any space-time or dimension who is the physical completion of who you divinely are. It's the original divine representation of perfect love. Twin flames have been very, very rare on planet Earth, because both twins must have totally cleared, cleansed, forgiven, and released all of their negative emotional issues, those things that trigger you and make you react, no matter what they are. And these things are often associated with past relationships, including their relationship with themselves. In this way, once the twins have done this, they become self-realized, which I spoke about. Um, I don't know, last week's show, Being Brave is Being Self-Realized, was the title of the show. So with each twin being self-realized, having totally transmuted and released their karma by releasing all negativity, the vibrational frequency of the twin flames 
becomes extremely high and clear that draws the other twin to themselves. But, and here come the posse of angels. The posse of angels is emphasizing that this is only the case if you have contracted to be with your twin in this incarnation. Because although everyone has a twin flame across the veil, not everyone has contracted to be with their twin in their present earth incarnation. Now, if this is such a heavenly love, why wouldn't everyone desire to experience it in their human incarnation? And having drawn to myself and married my twin flame 12 years ago, I have some personal experiences and personal insights on this divine love. Firstly, although many say that they long for this divine love, they do not understand that when you fully, when you connect fully with and sign on for this divine mission with your twin in an earth incarnation, and I can't state this strongly enough, your life no longer becomes your own. You become a mystic wanderer, answering to the voice of God. And when God tells you where to go, where to move, what to do, you step forward knowing that logic and rational thinking no longer plays a part in your life. Both of you are continually led by the will and the voice of God to serve in the highest way for yourself and the greatest good of all. This is because a twin flame relationship is always a triad, with God as the top of the triangle and its driving force. You know, I was recently speaking to dear friends of ours, and although um, this particular friend is in a beautiful soulmate relationship with her husband, she was sad that they both still quarrel and are reactive to one another. She said that she wished she had a twin flame relationship like Pete and myself that was quarrel-free. I then asked this dear friend, okay, if God asked her to move from their beautiful home um, because God and the planet would be better served if they moved to a different country, not knowing anyone with no job prospects and no family and friends support, would she do it? She said, of course not. And I replied, and that's what it takes to be in complete service to the divine and to God's word and his will. There are no negotiations. There are no discussions and there are no talks. You contract for your will to become God's will. End of story. When God says jump, all you say is how high. In actual fact, for Pete and myself to further our mission as twins, that is exactly what happened in 2007 when God told us to sell our magnificent beach home on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia, and move to the States so that we could further our connections and our projects in regard to our twin flame mission, not knowing anyone for support in California, not having any jobs to go to, plus it was at the beginning of the recession. And knowing that God always has our back, we stepped forward and we were provided for in the most miraculous of ways. Most people do not choose to live like this because it takes an inordinate amount of faith and trust, but that faith is not blind because both Pete and I, um, because both Pete and I can clearly see the vision of what God has in store for us and, again, our projects and our endeavors 
All we need to do is step forward in faith, no matter what he tells us to do. Secondly, it's important to understand that many people's concept of their twin flame is often dependent on certain criteria. For instance, I've had many clients say that their twin flame must make a six-figure salary. They must drive an environmentally safe car, be a certain height, perhaps be a vegan, and, and they must look like Johnny Depp or Brad Pitt. The Posse of Angels wishes to share that when it comes to twin flames, things like age, money, preferences in cars, foods, their race, ethnicity and religion, and their profession and salary have absolutely nothing to do with whether this is your divine completion or, or not. The more one tells the universe what they want their twin flame to be, the more they will put great restrictions and limitations on ever meeting them if that is what they contracted to do on the earth plane. Thirdly, many people who ask to reunite with their twin flame are not prepared for the intensity of feeling of being with their twin. The reason for this intensity is that in a twin flame relationship, there is always three, like I stated. There's Pete, there's myself, and the presence of God, who is the third part of that triad. The intensity of coming home to God and living and breathing this in every moment is the intensity and driving force behind this relationship. When twin souls meet and they merge into each other, the ecstasy of feeling the oneness is unlike any other love union the two persons involved can ever experience on the earth plane. Twin souls are still one soul, but they are also a product of their human lives and existence away from each other. Many people think that when you meet your twin soul, you meet yourself. To the degree that twin flames share the same blueprint energetically, this is true. But when you meet your twin flame, you will also meet a human being. Physical aspects of being human can have lived a life either very similar to yours or completely different. It is true that twin flames often share interests, but they are still two separate human beings. Meeting the twin physically on earth is a deeply personal and extraordinarily transformative experience due to the fusion of the two into one. If the twin souls are meant to unite physically, spiritually, and sexually, nothing can stand in their way of the union. This means that very often twin, twin flame couples will experience an intense feeling of love at first sight, and despite the fact that they might not know each other physically before they meet, they will nevertheless merge intensely into each other at very deep levels that they cannot explain. And with most people on the planet not experiencing this divine representation of love, they have been experiencing soulmate relationships. Soulmate relationships are basically people from your soul group that you incarnate back with and help you with some karmic completion. You might have some unfinished business with them from a past life or a need to balance out something that you did in a previous life. The Posse of Angels is saying that you may be surprised that your ex, your parents, your siblings, your children, your friends, and even your so-called enemies are all your soulmates. Yes, of course, not all of them have been romantic in nature. And many times in romantic soulmate relationships, there's an extraordinary magnetic attraction 
between two people and great love is felt. Yet for the majority of these relationships, after a while, one or both parties starts to experience irritation, agitation, and drama, and they feel like the other person pushes their buttons. Romantic soulmate relationships were created in order to reflect to us something that we have to clear up within ourselves. Remember, if we are being triggered by something, the reaction is not because of anyone or anything outside of ourselves, but lies within us as an unresolved negative perception and illusion around sadness, anger, bitterness, regret, resentment, hurt, judgment, blame, defensiveness, criticism, all of those things. Soulmates are there to create some sort of contrast and annoyance in order to help us honor ourselves, to help us to grow and make movement forward for us to clean up our karma. How do you know if you're in a soulmate relationship? You know, listeners, when I've asked my clients to tell me about their current relationship that is causing them some irritation, the majority have said either their husband or their wife, their boyfriend, their partner, they're very nice, they're wonderful, but if there is the word but, then there is some contrast that is being highlighted by this relationship and feels like compromising or settling for less. And when we compromise, and settle for less than we so richly deserve, we then feel used and abused and taken for granted. And so often, it is we who have set the benchmark, or in many cases, we have not set the benchmark, not set it at all, that has allowed someone to not honor and respect who we are. Let me reiterate that in many soulmate relationships, people will come together in order to clear their karma, But twin flames do not have karma to deal with because they've already cleared and cleansed their negative emotional issues and triggers. They are evolved beyond past karma. In this way, there is no drama, just mutual respect, honor, and love. Speaking about drama in relationships, I heard from a client who had recently gone through a divorce. She said in reviewing her relationships that she still yearns for romance, but she doesn't want to do the other person's laundry. She asked me if it's possible to have a relationship without expectations. I told her that because twin flames are self-actualized, independent, loving individuals in and of of themselves, there is no expectation as they allow the other person to be exactly who they are and vice versa. In this way, there is no game playing as the relationship is built on a solid foundation of honesty honor, and respect, in which one does not have to compromise any aspect of who they are in order to be in the relationship. So whether it's laundry or cooking or cleaning or anything else, the twin flame relationship is actually not dependent on what you do. It's solely based on who you are. In so many soulmate relationships, people will often set out to manipulate the other person in order to change them in some way. If this never happens in a twin flame relationship, with twin flames being self-realized, totally independent and loving people in and of themselves, they do not lean on one another for their sense of self-worth or collapse their sense of identity to be loved in any way. But they stand empowered in their own right. And in this way, they are like two strong pillars standing apart from one another, holding up the roof of the same temple. And in this way, 
they allow room for the winds of heaven to dance between them. Twin flames allow each other to be exactly who they are, and nothing, no money, no job, no material goods, no fame, no success, no ego, takes precedence over the sanctity and the importance of making their relationship with God and their relationship with each other the priority. Twin flame relationships are in a continual state of bliss. This bliss comes from that third energy, God. This is because each flame has perfectly balanced their masculine and feminine within themselves. And while there is indeed bliss, twin flames are human, and they experience challenges in their lives, but these challenges are never within the relationship. And when they do face their challenges in their lives, they're always one combined mighty force heading in the same direction, sharing the same purpose. With this amazing support system and knowing that neither one has to compromise who they are in the relationship, they have the ability to constantly grow and evolve through situations and circumstances in a short amount of time, whereas the average person would take years and years to transcend this in their lives. This is because twin flames are co-creators, completely surrendering and partnering with the will of God. Before we go on to speak more about twin flames, Let's go to the phone line. Thank you for holding. Let's get to our first caller, 315. You are on the line with Angel Healing House. Hello, who am I speaking with and where are you from? Yes, Claire. Um, this is Annette from New York. Hi. Uh, did you say Vanessa? Annette from New York. Annette. Sorry. Okay, Annette, you dropped that a little bit. Hello, Annette from New York. And how how have your relationships been these past couple of months? Um, well, the one that I'm in um, sounds like the soulmate deal. He has a lot of high expectations of me. Okay. All right. Uh, a lot of times, um, Annette, when people have high expectations of another person, it's because um, they are failing to turn the mirror back on themselves. And it's much easier to turn the mirror away and tell another person how they should live their life and how they should walk their journey and what they should do rather than turning the mirror back on yourself and um, and doing the work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, so. I really enjoyed your show because I've always had, I, I have always really wondered what the distinction of a, a flame twin is and a soul twin and you really described that really well. I appreciate that. No, you're very, very welcome. And um, it's important to know that um, once you have completed your karma, once you really have um, cleared and cleansed all your triggers, and if you have not contracted to be uh, with your twin flame on the earth plane, um, once you have you know, cleared and cleansed this, that does not mean that you can't draw an absolutely beautiful love to yourself. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of people say, well, you know, I've transcended the soulmate game, um, but um, I, you know, my intuition tells me that uh, I, my twin, I, that my twin flame may not be with me in this incarnation. We might not have contracted that. Am I then to go uh, through this incarnation without bringing a divine love to myself? And this is not the case. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's very that's very important to know as well. Um, what was your question today, Annette? Um, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you able to tell me if I'm with my soulmate? 
Okay. Um, I don't even have to look at the card. If, if he's doing this, yes, it is a soulmate relationship. Now, he'll no say, um, certain, like, certain things. There are certain things in my life that I have to straighten out. You know, I'm very much aware of that, you know. Um, right. So is that a bad thing or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there is, there is no I don't bad. know how to say it, you know. No, no, no. That is, and there is no bad. And when we're on the when we're on the spiritual path, there is nobody who is superior or better than anybody else. Or this person is good and this person is bad. Um, it's just for you to become conscious, awakened, and enlightened to the fact that you drew this extraordinarily loving person to yourself, who gave up part of his incarnation to come back and play this contrast for you, so that you would learn tolerance patience, acceptance, and forgiveness for somebody who is vastly different from you and, um, and you know, for you not to react and be triggered by them. Um, right. So either you will, you know, either you will stay in this relationship or either you will um, uh, step forward and voice how you would like to, um, you know, for things to change within the relationship, or you will leave the relationship, and those are the only things that your free will can um, can change. Um, so, but right. that's up to you. That's really up right. to you. All right, let's mm-hmm. go to the cards and see what comes up for Annette. Okay, honey, thank you. Hmm? Thank you. First, okay, first card that comes out. <laughs> I love this first card that comes out to you, and I did shuffle the cards. That is the Knight of Cups. This is the this is a kissy face night. <laughs> this is the romantic night. This is the um, the night who um, is your ideal, is your ideal. You know, um, one of the things that I, I help my clients with is most of, most of the time they haven't told the universe, God, and their own angels um, what it is that they um, desire in a love relationship. Um, and they've compromised and they've settled for less than they so richly deserve. Um, a lot of times I tell my uh, clients that it would be very beneficial for them to grab a paper and two piece of paper and write a decree to God, a sacred pact, saying, I may not have been um, very clear in what I want to draw to myself at, for a love relationship, but I'm going to make it very clear now. I want somebody... I, you know, not I want somebody, but thank you. Because if we say I want, we'll always be wanting. So you say thank you for my beautiful, loving relationship that is kind, gentle, considerate. Let's allow me to be exactly who I am and doesn't want to change me. The reason you ask for this is because that other person is also self-realized as well somebody who is loyal, trusting, considerate, all these things, you know, somebody who loves me. Um, And then, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but write this out and then treat it as a sacred pact, reading it out morning and night and visualizing what that would feel like to have this person part of your life because they are, that, that essence of them is divinely there for you. Okay, for everyone. So they want you to be more exact and more succinct in 
um, explaining to God in the universe how you might have compromised, but now that you're going to change that. Okay, let's go to the next card. The next card is, oh, you've got the death card, which is a new beginning. After you, re- after you listen to this show today and you realize how you've compromised and settled for less, and a lot of times when his, you know, he, he, he wants you to meet his expectations, you are triggered and reactive. But after listening to this show, you are going to see that you are more powerful than being reactive and, um, and there's going to be a new beginning around love for you. And the next card for you is also a new beginning in relationship, which is the Ten of Cups, which is the, the happily ever after and happy family life card. So this is really quite a telling reading for you that you are ready for a new kind of relationship and it's because you're going to be changing. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Annette. Oh, it's been very helpful. I appreciate your reading, Claire. Okay, you look after yourself. God bless you. Take care. Okay, God bless you too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah, and when we, listeners, when we do work, um, well, work, when we really attend to asking the universe what it is that we so desire in a loving relationship, it's important to take responsibility and accountability for those people that we've drawn to ourselves because they've been such a blessing for us no matter what they have done. Because if they're there, we contracted for them to present some kind of contrast for us to clear up something inside, to agitate and and create some drama um, and in order for us to go beyond where we are at the, the present moment. Let's go to our next caller. 951, you're on the line with Angel Healing House. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Southern California. Okay. A mate of mine. Okay. How have your relationships been, Rebecca? Well, not very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, at least you're honest. <laughs> um, recently divorced, you know, uh, within five years ago. I think my question is kind of about my ex-husband. When I first met him, the second time I met him, there was a voice in my head that said, this is your husband. And I've never heard that voice ever again. And it was such a strong voice that I knew I was supposed to marry him. But it was a very um, difficult marriage. And, you know, it was 18 years of marriage and ended in divorce. And I always wondered why I was supposed to be with him. Like, I know there was a reason. And I have been told that it was for my past life that we agreed to come back together. And he was supposed to treat me really good this lifetime, and he didn't. <laughs> okay. And, and that's always bothered me. Okay. Um, so he didn't, uh, maybe he didn't fulfill a commitment, but we do have free will. And just because we contract, you know, to do something, you know, we contract an outline of our lives, it is our decisions and our choices which are the, the engine behind Um, how our lives turn out. And maybe he said that he would, but that his, you know, his free will decision went past us in this life. Um, So I, and it really does feel like you two were supposed to come together 
to learn um, to learn lessons in contrast um, to mm-hmm. grow. Um, it feels like both of you compromised compromised yourselves, um, and you needed to have this contrast in in front of you in order to uh, in order to really see it reflected um, reflected in in both of you. Um, let me see here. It looks, yeah. Um, I don't know. It 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 was a it was a burning desire for both of you to come together. Did you have children together? Yes. Okay. So one. Okay. One of the main one of the main reasons a lot of couples um, soulmates come together are to feed the planet with children. Okay. You. Know, you and in a lot of relationships that that break up after many many years. I mean, I was in a 22 years married, 26 year um, abusive marriage, and um, the former soul was there basically to uh, um, to bring forth those children. Um, you know, and that's a huge thing because when you look into the contract of of your children's lives, um, they will go on to affect so many other people. Touch okay. the lives directly and indirectly. So if you if you can't figure it out, like why the heck was I supposed to be in this marriage, you know, and my my and with my ex? Um, a lot of the time, right. it is solely to bring forth those children. The posse of angels are saying this is not only for you; it it was just for me. It's for everybody. That when we're in those relationships, which are sometimes 180 degrees different from where we are, it's, again, to teach us tolerance, acceptance, patience, and forgiveness, and unconditional love for somebody who is so vastly different from us. You know, it's very easy to have forgiveness and unconditional love and tolerance and acceptance for somebody who is the same as us. But do we then have those things for somebody who we just can't figure out, you know, if somebody is so different from us. So let's go to the cards and come see what comes out for our lovely Rebecca. Okay, and I would, okay, while I'm shuffling the posse of angels, they're saying, my dear, they're calling you my dear, they're saying mm-hmm. it, would, it would serve you to also write a decree. Write a decree saying thank you for my beautiful relationship, for my beautiful, loving, beloved and then write his characteristics. You know, when I wrote my decree, I wrote, we travel the world together. We work together. We're supportive of one another. Uh, he makes me laugh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, nothing is more important than the relationship. Nothing is, not, a relationship is the priority, and we allow each other to be who we are. So let's go to the cards and see what comes out. First card for you is the truth card. It's the justice card. Okay? This card is saying, when you look back over your marriage, look back over very honestly and find the truth that where you may not have been so truthful with yourself, where you gave your power away. Um, and that would be a good thing for you to do, to have an overview. That's exactly what I do in my sessions, Rebecca. I tell people to rise above their lives, see it from my angel's perspective, 
to see the truth in it, why you contracted this man to be in your life, why a lot of times we've made so many, the patterns happen when we enable and we save and we help others at the, um, you know, at the diminishment of our own power. Next card that comes in for you is the Emperor card. Oh, this is a beautiful two major arcana cards for you, sweetheart. Uh, the Emperor card is a very different man. Now that you've listened to this radio program, now that you understand where you were giving your power away, you will be drawing an emperor to yourself. The emperor is somebody who just doesn't get that position because he's a king. He was born to it. He has to earn it. He's a loving, kind, wonderful, um, stable, independent um, man um, who only wants the best. He only wants the best for you and to see that you succeed. Somebody who is supportive of you as well. The next card, mm-hmm. the next uh, card that comes in for you, oh, isn't that lovely? It's the sun. It's that radiance. Um, and now that radiance is able to come from without, um, out of you because you realize that you don't need to compromise anything to be in a relationship and to be loved. Um, you can actually, um, you know, turn the mirror again back on yourself, love yourself, do that beautiful work on yourself to um, get rid of all those triggers. I help people to get rid of their triggers and their reactive reaction, and it creates such immense space in you in order for you to receive. So I hope that's been helpful for you. It has. One thing, do you think this person is already in my life or in the Coming soon. Okay, let's uh, go, go to go to the posse of angels for this. Is this person in Rebecca's life now? Oh, they're saying yes. Has she met this person? No. Oh. So it, it so it may come from a connection, a friend of a friend, but they're saying yes. This person is in your life now. And the more that you do this decree, the more that you increase that vibrational frequency inside of you, the more you're clear, then the, the more loving you are with yourself, the more that love will appear in your reality. So um, thanking you for your call. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have right, a good day. Bye-bye. Care. Bye-bye. Let's go to our next caller. 203, you are on the line with Angel Healing House. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hi, it's Ebony. I'm from Connecticut. Hi, Stephanie from Connecticut. How have your relationships been? I've had good relationships. That's why I'm so curious to see what spirit has the information that's going to be presented because it's been a very long time since I've been in a relationship. And I kind of feel like maybe relationships aren't um, a part of, aren't going to be a part of my lifetime. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because the ones that I've had have been men who just haven't been great men, just kind of used me, needed money, you know, and it always actually benefited them and not really me. So I was always left feeling used or just taken advantage of. So I'm wondering, is 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 there someone out there for me? <laughs> okay, know. okay. Okay, the, the first thing that the posse of angels are saying is there is love out there for you because you are love. This is who you are divinely 
uh, this is who you divinely are as a child of God. It's not something that mm-hmm. you have to do. You you are love. And so yes, there is somebody on the earth plane that that mm-hmm. will that will um, uh, reflect back to you that love, but only but only if you open yourself to receive. They're saying that you're so scared and you're so much in fear that if you open yourself, you're going to draw another person, another man to yourself that's going to use you. I don't want that. Use your money. But, But the most important part of those men, those soulmates that you drew to yourself that used you is the posse of angels is saying, dear Stephanie, nobody can use you. You allow them to use you. I would go so far as before you stepped forward into those relationships, your intuition told you that there was something about those men that you didn't like. Your intuition, your gut feeling, your whatever you want to call that told you, yeah, they're handsome, yeah, they're nice, yeah, they're very charming, but there's something there. But because many of us have been brought up, especially in my generation, to in, as women, to enable and save and help um, our partners, um, we often give our power away. And you drew these men to yourself to show you in deep contrast what happens when you compromise and you settle for less. Now, if you do not want to compromise and if you do not want to settle for less, then you have to tell the universe exactly what you want, what you desire. And by writing that decree, again, and saying thank you. Thank you for my beautiful, loving man that's in my life. You do it in the present moment or else it always remains in the future. And you say Thank you for this wonderful man who is loyal, trustworthy, he's respectful, he's reliable, he, you know, he's honest, he's open, and he doesn't, he doesn't want anything from me because he's self-realized. And then you go about, and what I do in my session, Stephanie, is I help people to be self-realized and to release anything that is stopping them from receiving love mm-hmm. by releasing all of those triggers and all of those patterns that is causing them to put up like a barrier and shield for them to love themselves and for bringing love to themselves in their lives. So let's go to the cards and see what comes out for you. They, the posse of angels really do want people to realize that if they have been in a compromising and settling for less relationship, that nobody did it to them to take accountability for you being there so that you could learn the contrast and to go on and to not settle and compromise for less ever again. Go to the cards and see what comes out for our lovely Stephanie in Connecticut. The first card that's coming out for you is a new beginning. Isn't that wonderful? It's a judgment yes. card. There is, there is no judgment, but it's a new phase of your life. It's a new rebirth for you. And by you really taking this to heart today, you will start to transmute the energies inside of you and then become, so you, words are used 
using is you're going to become soft and yielding and receptive and open. You become going to become very soft inside so that you can open to receive a very different love to yourself. What you'll be doing is you'll tra- be transmuting a lot of that fear. A lot of times we can't really hang on to fear and being afraid because we think some, somebody has done something to us when that's not the case. We co-created for that person to be there to provide the contrast for us to stop this in, uh, empowering ourselves. Next card that comes out for you is the strength card, the strength to be who you are and not compromise and not settle for less. You know, all you need to do is to be 100% honest and open and transparent and authentic, and then you will draw to yourself an honest, open, respectful man who will not take your money and who will not use you. The next card that is coming out for you is the Three of Wands card, and the Three of Wands card means that your ships coming in will be very different ships now, and they're off on the horizon. But they're saying the more that you can um, honor yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually each day, um, then you will change your vibrations inside, and those ships which are carrying that love will come in uh, quicker. Um, and, and as they're saying, in divine timing. So I hope this has been helpful for you, Stephanie. Absolutely, yeah. It helped clear up some things for me. Thank That's you. Wonderful. Okay, you look after yourself. God bless you. Bless you too, thanks. Take care, bye-bye. It seems like the positive angels really do want so many of uh, the listeners today and of those callers to write that decree. Let's go to our next caller, 305, and then there'll be time to take 910, so do hang on. 305, you're on the line with Angel Healing House. Who am I speaking with and where are you from? Hi, my name is Maria. I'm calling from Miami, Florida. Hi, Maria from Florida. And how are you today? I'm doing well. I was listening to the other callers, and it's amazing how similar my situation is. <laughs> so I, I, um, I met my ex-husband many, many years ago, and I knew the moment I met him, he was a man I was going to marry. And I mm-hmm. did marry him, and we were together 16 years. And he um, chose not to be with me anymore, and the relationship ended. And I understand it may be a karmic situation or past life thing. That's okay. But since that time, I have been decreeing to find another love. And Mm -hmm. I have written down what I want in a mate. And I pray every morning, and I have been praying every morning for the last two years to have this person come into my life. And I feel that it will happen, but I just don't know when. And this is driving me crazy. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> and you know, you know what will restrict it, and you know will, which will, what will stop it from coming in, is continually asking for it. What they want you to do is they want you to stop. You, they said enough already. You don't need to beat us over the head. We know what you know because we know your prayers. We know we know what's in your heart better than you know yourself. 
So they want you to let that go, and they want you to put your emphasis on now having fun and playing. Okay, what do they mean by that? Um, They want you to um, join a book club. They want you to learn how to roller skate. They want you to join a meetup group. They want you to get back into life, get back into life in some way, Um, that you're connecting with a love outside of yourself does not take and does not diminish the love that you are feeling for who you are and and the things that you love doing. I mean, when I say these things, what comes to mind when I say fun and playing? Oh, I do a lot of these things. I go to art galleries. I go to book clubs. I go to concerts. I go to movies. I go to friends' right. houses for dinner. I go to parties. Mm-hmm. I am out right. there trying to meet people, but right. it hasn't happened. I meet people, but not the right person. Okay. Well, what another thing that could be is that there is some something still on an unconscious level, um, and this is very frustrating for a lot of spiritual enlightened people out there, and I see many, many of them. Um, that have done the work, you know, even I see a lot of Reiki masters and healing practitioners and life coaches and all these people that are very good at, at studying and learning and teaching others, but, they, but there's something still unconsciously that is stopping them from opening themselves up to receive. So perhaps um, a session like that will uncover what it is that is still blocking um, you for being receptive and completely open, you know, because just because you've asked for something, if your vibrational frequency is not the match of that other person, then you'll be like ships that pass in the night at these beautiful art galleries or things that you're going to. Let's go to the cards now with about six minutes left and see what comes in for our lovely our lovely lady, Maria. Thank you. Um, okay. For, oh, this is confirmation. This is confirmation that there is something, there's some pattern or there's some block in your you. This is the Two of Cups. And the Two of Cups is about partnering. And the Posse of Angels is saying, we're trying. We're trying everything to bring you this love. But there's some, again, there's some fear or there's some restriction in you that thinks that you have to give up or compromise part of you in order to be in a relationship because of your past relationships. The next card that comes out for you is the um, oh, what's it? Uh, the Seven of Pentacles. The Seven of Pentacles is saying that you've, you've asked and you've pleaded and you've begged and you've cried and, you've, and your prayers have been answered, but it's your energy that is um, restricting it in some way from you being soft and receptive to opening this. Um, And the next card that's coming out for you is the King of Swords. And the King of Swords is this this love, this this love that is waiting for you. Um, He's there. Um, It's just that your vibrational frequency um, uh, is being blocked at the moment. Um, because of a trigger or something that you still have believed, the pattern, it may be, I I believe it's unconscious because of all the work that you've done. So perhaps uh, perhaps the session would help to um, 
to get at the very core of what that is, um, just to uh, acknowledge it, to be able to thank it, to be able to bless it, and to finally release it from your life. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Maria. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Look after yourself, and God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And thank you. Thank you to all of those callers today. Um, with uh, this week, uh, I've got about three and a half minutes yet. The Posse of Angels wants me to draw three cards. Oh, this is unusual. Okay, Posse of Angels, three cards for everybody for a general on um, what we can garner from your wisdom this week. Okay, the first card that comes out for us is the Wheel of Fortune. Okay. The Posse of Angels is saying that the more you put your emphasis on letting go of um, of love coming into your life and being love, then you will see extraordinary things come in your life. And, of course, we, we do need to release those triggers and those blocks. So um, if you would like a session with myself, Claire Candy Hoff at Angel Healing House, you can always send me an email to Candy. C-A-N-D-Y at angelhealinghouse.com or you can call Angel Healing House on 831-277-3716. The next card, once we release those blocks, the Ace of Pentacles comes in. Because we feel so abundant, then the abundance starts showing up in our reality. And the next card that comes in for us is a money card. Is Again, we've got two money cards there. Is this feeling remarkable? feeling like we are projecting this energy inside of us, which is continually creating a beautiful, abundant reality to ourselves. And that just about wraps up the show. Thank you to all the callers, the listeners for tuning into the program. Thank you to those who are listening to this archive show on either the Blog Talk Radio site or on iTunes for free. And a reminder, if you'd like to purchase my beautiful book, and CD, you can go to the Angel Healing House website, www.angelhealinghouse.com, to purchase um, Angels of Faith or my newly released novel, One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. And until next time, please, listeners, allow your radiant light to shine forth, go out, and fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself. I'm sending you love and I'm sending you angel blessings. Until we meet again next week, have an absolutely glorious rest of this week. And remember that we only can have a divine love in front of us if we have that divine love for ourselves within and we connect to our divine eternal natures within. Take care, everyone. Love and angel blessings. Mm Bye-bye.